Happy Halloween, you found your way to MCEL madness and misinformation. This is the podcast where nothing is real, and sanity means denial. This is Ray, your handler, here to introduce you to Season 1, Episode 1, First Ticket to the Opera. For the very first time today, I am joined by both Kay and Daniel at the same time. Agents Mary and Marvin will finally meet, and they will be forced to join forces in order to achieve a common goal. Survival. Okay, so how do you guys feel about being here together? Anxious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're not naive enough to be comforted by each other's president presence. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've only both learned our lesson. So, who wants to go first for our short scene? I don't know. Which one of us do you want to torture first? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, traditionally, it's been K-Fos, but it's up Flip to you guys. <laughs> oh, I say, I, we can stick with tradition. I can go first. Uh, okay. Cool. Bye, Daniel. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I'll just add the call. I'll just rejoin a bit later. Or you yeah, guys I'll just send in the group chat when I want you to come back. Ah, uh, cool. Oh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Things with Oliver have gotten back into their usual rhythm. It's not quite the way it once was, but it's okay. So one Saturday, you are returning from your weekly shopping trip with him, laughing about something that happened in the office that week. But then you see something, and the laughter stops abruptly. Just as you are about to re-enter your apartment, you see that card again, the magician stuck to the door. You see the anonymous figure, the nonsense constellations, the bulbous eye stalk with those three dark eyes peeking from beneath the cloak. When you look back up, Oliver is farther away from you than you remember him being. He's still holding your groceries, but he has taken a few steps back. He's looking at you with a sense of concern and a little bit of fear in his eyes. Jen, are you... It's... All right, we're, uh, just, what did you see just now? Uh, nothing, why? What did you see? Uh, well, um, you, you, uh, we walked around the corner, we were, uh, laughing about something, and you just stopped, you zoned out, and it, as if, in a trance, you pulled a piece of paper from your bag and you stuck it to the door. And then you uh, came back into yourself. You saw the paper you just put there and you jumped back in alarm at what you saw. And then you looked very confused. Oh, fuck. <laughs> guess I've really been sleeping well lately. And I guess, you know, coffee and no food isn't helping. <laughs> That's really funny, though, isn't it? And I'm, I'm obviously laughing. Uh, roll persuade. 
And in all the time I was waiting for you, I made a character sheet for him, so I'm going to roll his human intelligence to make it more fun. Oh, fuck. 99? Oh, wow. That is a crit fail. He is not buying it for a second. Uh, I'm serious, Jennifer. I need to know what's going on in your head right now. It's Honestly, if I knew what was going on in my head right now, I could tell you. I mustn't be in a good way right now. <sighs> okay. Um. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what. I don't know how to help you here. What do you want me to do? Honestly, I guess we should just go put our groceries in, and maybe I'll take a nap. That might help. Uh. Okay. I'll. I'll put the groceries away and he's like holding all of them anyway uh you were the one that was going to unlock the door and so he goes in and starts putting the groceries away and by the door you see he didn't notice it but there is an envelope that is addressed to you well i'm gonna grab it put it in my bag and i'll say thank you for doing this as he puts away the groceries and then just go into my room okay and read this mysterious envelope inside it is it's just like a regular size envelope but it, inside it is a small piece of paper it looks like a ticket to the opera it has uh no picture on it it's just sort of like a simple printed thing and it has a title a theater address a time and a seat number the title is Skeet notice Marvin, which, with your knowledge of Latin, you realize means Marvin knows the cipher. And the theater address, if you were to quickly Google it, is there's a, an abandoned theater that's a few hours from where you live, and your seat number is C36. The time for the beginning of the opera is at 6 p.m. Sunday evening, a.k.a. tomorrow, around the same time you were supposed to be going to your parents' house. Fuck. Hmm. Okay. Right, well, I suppose I will then, well, I'll get rid of the envelope, throw it out, and keep sure. the ticket. Yep. And do as I told I, myself I would, and have a nap, because she's going to need it. <laughs> yes. So if you want, we can skip ahead uh, the yeah. to the next day. I assume, are you going to the meeting, or are you going to be like, nah, and just go to your parents' house? Um, I'm going to call my parents sure. and tell them that I'm feeling ill, so I'm going to have to skip dinner tonight, but I'll make it up to them the next week. They're saddened by the news that you are ill, but they're not mad about it. You go to this address, and you go in, and it's, like, really... I mean, it's an abandoned building. There's, like, moth-eaten theater seats and, like, some, like, dirt and probably some broken syringes and stuff around. And if you go to the seat number on your theater thing... You will find underneath it is another envelope, and that's where I'll leave you. Daniel can come back now. Haha, hello. Hello. Alright, on a Sunday, you get a call from an unknown number. Mm. Do you answer it? I sit there for a little bit, 
don't it's know. not unusual for you to get calls from unknown numbers because you guys change phones a lot. Yeah. Nah, it's fair. So I'd pick it up. Hello. Uh, and you hear Malcolm's voice that says, Oh, pardon me, I just realized I dialed the wrong number. I meant to call my cousin Abigail, but I must have dialed 571 instead of 517 like I meant to. My deepest apologies, sir. So sorry to bother you. And then he hangs up, and you know that Abigail refers to a specific one of your many meeting places, and 517, he just asks you to meet him there at 5.17pm. Alrighty. Fair enough, fair enough. So do you go to the meeting? Yeah, there's not much I'm doing lately, so I'll go. So you arrive at an abandoned house on the outskirts of this city. When you enter, Malcolm is already there waiting for you. He looks up and smiles, so you see he is much thinner now. He never had a lot of weight on him, but nowadays it looks like he's trying to absorb his outer body into his skeleton. His hair is a bit longer than it once was. He used to have medium length hair that fell handsomely around his cheekbones. Now it probably rests more around his chin, but he often pulls it messily into a tuft of a ponytail at the base of his neck, the shorter hairs at the front still slipping out to frame his face. His eyes are bloodshot, and you wonder absently how long it's been since he last slept. He always makes sure you get time off between operations to recover, but you're starting to wonder if he ever offers himself that same luxury. There's a vacant look in his eyes, one that rarely ever leaves anymore, ever since you first found him alone in his apartment all those years ago, before you really knew anything in the grand scheme of things. He looks up at you, and he smiles, and he says, Mary's in, he he says, she knows well. At least on the most basic level, she's agreed to help us to join him, so. Well. I guess that's good. We need a third person. Looks like you can't take any more. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm scared. Mom when was the I, last time you slept? I mean, I, I sleep enough to live. Hmm, barely. Look, there, there are more important things than sleep, okay? Hmm, I suppose. I've never brought anyone new in before, not besides you, anyway, and that was different. I I don't know if I'm ready to meet her. I'm afraid that on some level she might blame me for what she saw, for for warning her about what was going to happen, but but not being there to help her. You've never told me... I don't know if you need to tell me or not, but you're never going to tell me what happened with this, this new new one that's joining us. Is there some information I can know? What you can know is that I trust her. She did the right thing, but I, I just don't know how far she's willing to trust me yet. And he looks kind of away from me. And he's like, I, I, know how, I know you understand how that feels, Marvin. I can... See it in your eyes. You're never quite sure who you can trust. So I thought maybe you would be the best one to meet her in person. I I want you to make sure that 
she knows she can trust you, and then, I don't know, maybe she'll realize she can trust me, too. I, I, I've got another job for you, Marvin. You and Mary can work on it together, but I, I, I won't be too far, and I'll keep an eye on you. Do, you. do you think you can do that for me, Marvin? I can do that. That's okay. Fine. Thanks. Uh, Mary should have the briefing notes. I left them at the theater, you know, the one for her, but they're written in a code. I got it written out here for you, and he has your piece of paper, and he's like, memorize it, burn it, and then you should have enough time to catch her before she leaves, and here, you know, the deal, and he has you two wads of cash, and he says, no cards, and there's some for Mary as well to cover your expenses. Mm. Thank you. Well, That'll be useful. And then do you go to the theater? Oh, sure do. We can bring Kay back then. Alrighty. I'm back. Welcome. Oh, hello. Kay, your character, Agent yeah. Mary, was in the middle of this abandoned theater, and now uh, Agent Marvin has also is in the door of this theater, and you've been here before, it's like this abandoned, there's like moth-eaten seats everywhere, and you see a woman with brown hair and like a fringe standing in the middle, and she's holding an envelope, and if you look up Agent Mary, you see a man with a longish black hair and a beard standing in the doorway. Uh, hi! Hey. Uh, I think one of us has to be lost. No, this is the spot. Awesome. Mm. Uh, well, I'm gonna just quickly sit down. Uh, I've got mail, so two minutes, please. And I'm gonna. Oh, and by the way, Mary, when you're looking at this piece of paper, it is. It looks just like a bunch of nonsense sort of letters and numbers and stuff, but there's a drawing at the bottom. What is the drawing of? Okay. This is the drawing that you can see. Oh. Okay. I'll send you the whole image when you can figure out what it says. So what's Marvin doing? I guess I'll start walking up and have a look as well. And oh. you can understand what the words are, ah. because you memorized the key. Because I did that. <laughs> yes, I remember. Um, well, it looks like it's in French, but I'm going to assume it's not. No, the top part, what, French Wait, is, what? you can understand the French part, but oh. the, uh, what's above it is oh, okay. And Marvin knows it says this, which I just sent. <laughs> just says here, destroy the vectors. Stop the spread. Erase the evidence. Protect humanity. Fucking alright. Yep. Um, cryptic much? You want to read, like, the whole thing so that the listeners know what's on this page? <laughs> and someone describe the art? Uh, the art is, um, two reverse mermaids, so fish head human legs, sitting on a rock in front of the ocean with Large ship with, you know, three, four masts in the background. Clouds everywhere. It's quite picturesque, but mildly disturbing. 
Okay, I'll just, to make it easier, I'll read what else is on this page. Above that drawing, actually beneath the drawing, also sort of like in the foreground of it, it says, Ce ne sont pas des gens, in French. And above it is a old typewriter has been uh, used to write, Memorize and destroy, summary, destroy the vectors, stop the spread, erase the evidence, protect humanity, vectors. George Gilman, bracket 39, Sophie Gilman, bracket 37, Oliver Gilman, bracket 6, location 11, Beach Lane, Ocean City, Coastal State, USA. Debrief, meet me at the drive-in each night during the showings, number plate DG20MC, emergency only, text the artist's name to the number on the phone, I'll find you, and there is another burner phone in the envelope as well. Great. So I assume you know what this means, because it's kind of beyond me. Uh, have an idea. Have you, like, told her the translation of it, <laughs> like, I, in character? I, yeah. I'll uh, explain it to her about the um, vectors and the location. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and the French, am I allowed to like look up what that translation is? or? Agent Mary has a phone. She can Google it. I don't care. Perfect. <laughs> Let me just do that. I was legit trying to do that when you're like, as Martin knows. I'm like, yeah, give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> it just says they're not people yep awesome okay. I could have figured that one out myself yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought so I legit saw this picture I had no clue what I was looking at to be honest <laughs> alright um, I guess I'm going to text the number it says emergency only before it says take that part. I mean, that's gone that crazy yet. Well, look, this is out of the ordinary for me, so I'm feeling a little bit like it's an emergency, but <laughs> meet me at the drive-in. Okay. Yeah, each night. Each night. So, I assume not tonight? It's a take it stay, like now. Uh, it's around, it's a bit past six in the evening currently, and it's on a Sunday. So, I mean, if you look up the address that's written here, it'll take you, like, a good few hours to get there. So you probably and won't make nice. it, yeah, you probably wouldn't make it to whatever drive-in is near there today. Mm. Marvin would probably understand that this is not... Well, I mean, firstly, it was written in code, but it's also written very vaguely, so people who don't know what's going on wouldn't necessarily know what the instructions are, but mm. uh, Marvin would probably understand that vector is a term that you use for, like, unnatural things that could, like, spread and uh, eventually... I thought so. Well, it says yes. vectors, and it has a list of names here, so I assume they're, like, the... um. Uh, supernatural thing displaying and then there's a location of where you might find them and yep. then it, uh, the debrief is like just to catch up on your progress at the end of each day yeah. Mm. interesting yeah if we're gonna go tomorrow I might as well go back to my apartment and um rest the night and get get ready I guess get the um, gear. can I just say before you go can I 
do you want to meet back here, like a few hours before we need to go tomorrow? Yeah. All right. We'll meet back here. This is, yeah. And we'll uh, get our shit together, then go. Yes. To the, Sounds good. So is there a specific gear I, I'd have um, for these situations? A specific what? Sorry? Like a gear, like weaponry. This game isn't like D&D in that you don't have to write exactly what stuff you have on your character sheet. If it makes sense for your character to have it, then you yeah. probably have it. Unless it's like really expensive, then you might have to roll to see if you could acquire it. Ah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, considering of my uh, occupation, I'd sure might have a, um, a few weapons. <laughs> yes. Cool. I'm just going to say full warning, I'm going to pack a pistol on me and then have like a shotgun or something in the car, like in the boot, with all my, uh, the gear to, you know, get rid of the evidence. Bit prepped and ready to go. These, are they like walrus slash people <laughs> or something? They're like, the top half is fish and the bottom half is human. <laughs> I'm still looking at it like, so when I first saw it, I like legit was staring at like, I don't know, I, just, I can't see what I saw before, but it was not that. <laughs> it's something completely different and I'm like, oh no. Gonna, gonna assume too that the vectors, the number next to them might be their age as well. That would probably be a good guess. Oh, okay. Old ass fish. <laughs> That's all Jude. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. Welcome back. Thanks. So, how are you guys, and what time are you guys going to this location, and how are you getting there? I suppose meet back here at midday, and um, I have a car I can drive, or... Oh, i got a car as well. i got some stuff in the boot that might help us as well. Okay, well, you can drive then. How about that? Just, just in case. Just in case. Um, uh, sure. I'm not going to inquire. That sounds a little bit sketchy, but yeah, yeah. you can drive. You get there by probably like at least 4 p.m. or something like that. And as when you're driving up to this address stuck in the uh, windscreen wipers, Agent Mary sees something. Daniel, I'm going to need you to leave here just real quick. Yep, give me a second. When you're pulling up to this address with Marvin driving, uh, between stuck on the outside of the car between the windscreen wipers, you see another one of these cards. And at the foreground of this card, there are two naked figures. To the left is a pregnant woman with round, unblinking eyes and far too many teeth. To the right, there is a man with elongated limbs, ears that are so attached to his skull they might as well not exist, and a chest that is covered in thick scales. Behind is a gigantic figure, although this figure could not be called human by any stretch of the imagination. Piercing each of the small figures, it has protruding out these large stingers. Its body is round and blubbery, its limbs long and spindly, adorned with fins of bright color. Its mouth, if it could be called a mouth, is a great slit with rows and rows of sharp teeth. Although these teeth are so long and so sharp that they might better be described as menacing spindles of bone. 
at the bottom of the card, there is that script again, that nonsensical, non-existing writing, which you somehow understand to say the devil will sanity. Okay. 28. Okay. You've seen these cards do this a few times, and you are not as bothered by it as you could have been. Oh, actually, roll a retroactive sanity for, like, the magician earlier. Oh, God, okay. 32. Same thing then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Daniel can come back. Alrighty. All back. What a so, mess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the point of you leaving was so that you would miss some things. Ah, uh, <laughs> does Agent Mary fill him in on what she saw, or, saw, or does she keep it to herself? She's going to keep it to herself because she thinks that she's probably just going a little bit crazy right now and probably doesn't want this new person she just met to also think she is insane. Okay. You come up to (laughs) this address, 11 Beach Lane, and you see that it's just a regular, probably more upper-class suburban-looking neighborhood by the beach. No sign of a drive-in? If you look up drive-in on Google Maps, there's one sort of across town. I assume that's the one we're meant to go to. Yep. If not, at least we'll watch a movie there. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I could do with a movie. Yeah. So what are you guys doing? Uh, driving to the drive-in, I suppose? Oh, well, I thought we were going to go in and have a look. Mm. And was there anything noteworthy at the address? Any houses that looked out of the ordinary people? Anything? It's about four in the afternoon, so most people haven't gotten back from work yet. The particular house that you, the address was for is like a one-story house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a quick look. Um, uh, have a see what's in there. Oh, my. Okay. Oh. Are there any, like, people walking past? There's an old lady next door to the house that's sitting on her porch drinking tea. Maybe we should come back here later. Unless... We got a debrief. You reckon debrief then come back? Yes, I think so. I imagine it would be better for us to be here. Maybe when there's no one looking at us, like we're weird. Yeah. I guess we'll drive over to the uh, drive-in. You get there pretty early because it's only like 4 p.m. and it needs to be dark for drive-ins to work properly. I think. You make a pretty good point. Yeah. And so you wait there, and about 7 is when it, like, opens and the movie starts. And you do see at some point, like, when the movies are starting, there's, like, this sort of bland white car with that number plate that was on the note drive-in. Do you want to try and pull up next to that car wherever it stops? Yeah. So you pull over near the car and uh, in the driver's seat there is a man wearing a hat and sunglasses and he's got dark brown hair that is probably down around his chin but is pulled back into like a really small ponytail and um, he like nods at you and like gestures for you to like get into his car so you're not like talking through open windows. Alright, cool. I'm going to get in the back seat. Uh, Off in the front. When you get in, he like, he's like, 
Hey, it's uh, nice to meet you there, Agent Mary. You as well. Um, you also see, now that you're closer, he is, like, extremely, like, bone thin. Like, in the, almost oh. like he looks ill. And he looks all, seems very tired. <laughs> is he or old? He's slightly younger than you, like, you'd guess around 35 or something. Mm-hmm. He just asked you, so, how'd you guys go today? Did you find anything interesting? Well... We haven't been in the house yet. We'll wait until it's a bit darker. Do you have any info that could help us before we go in? Besides this little note we have. Oh, actually, never mind. I burn it. I assume it did say on it that you should memorize what's in and destroy the note. Hmm. So did you oh, do that? Yes. Okay. I'm really bad at following destroy list instructions, so I don't think I did. Unless I was prompted by Marvin to do so. I took a screenshot and then I killed it. Ah, sorry, I destroyed it. <laughs> Did you actually take a picture of it on your phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <No>. IRL. <laughs> oh. Like, not in the game, though? I, I reckon probably in the game as well. <laughs> uh, well, you would both probably realize by now that this is Agent Malcolm, and so he looks at you, Marvin, and he goes, you didn't try to take a picture of that note again, did you? <laughs> you know me with memory. I'm not that great. So. Yeah, just go ahead and delete that off your phone, please. Will do. The address, I wouldn't go in there unless you are certain that no one is inside because there are people living in that house. Well, this is the I people that the people that well, I would say the people that live there would be the ones that are noted that were noted on the note. Yeah, I yes, that is true. I just mean uh Try not to make a scene. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but what, what what do we need to do there? Why do we have these people's name and their address? And I think I know. Oh yeah. Do you want to explain it to her there, Agent Marvin? Mm. These people are probably not people. I'll say that. Not people. Yeah. Um. If there's a couple and a little boy, then we know that's uh, a bit, you know, might not be 100% them. Are you about to tell me they're fish people or something? That's more on the inclination. Yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. Okay, so what does that mean then? It means that if you let them continue existing, then... It puts our entire species in danger because it's, it's like a disease. It spreads, it gets in, and it edits your DNA, and it, it, it ain't good. Oh, okay. We have to take care of it before it gets too bad. What about the neighbor? Uh, well, we'll do it without her noticing. No, but I'm saying if this thing spreads and she lives next door, it wouldn't have spread to her, would it? Uh, look, not that I know of it. The way it spreads is through, uh, as far as I know, like, reproduction, basically. I think that perhaps these people, or maybe their parents, they were originally infected, but I don't think it works quite the same way for them. I think, you know, they... Okay. So pretty much, Mary, don't fuck the fish, people. Well, uh... It wasn't, it wasn't on the top of my priority list, I'll be honest. 
Mm. Um. Oh. Okay. This is gonna be weird, isn't it? Well, I mean, did you think it was gonna be normal when you uh, agreed to help us after what you saw? Well, I didn't think I'd have to kill some people. They aren't people, Mary. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This. Yeah, but do they look like people? Because they look like people, I don't know if I can do that. Uh, look, this job, it's not about good versus evil, okay? Like, it, it's not about morality. There's no such thing about morality in this job. This is about survival. I doubt there's a single human on this planet who is, was, or ever will be truly good, and I could make it bet there's no unnatural being out there that's ever truly evil at all anyone ever really wants on the most basic level is to survive and once you get survival then you can start thinking about other things but the next thing on most agendas is gaining power and unfortunately the easiest way to achieve power is to prey on those that are weaker than you humanity right now is in the unfortunate position of being the weakest and the easiest to prey on so all we really have the option to do right now is to think about survival. you never get power because you aren't built to even comprehend what's ever truly going on. And the best you can do is fight against what threats you can see and to protect other humans from ever having discovered that the world is not the way it seems, that the world wants nothing more than to destroy them for its own gain. And you see, the way I see it, you got two options here. Either you can fight for survival, do whatever it takes to ensure the continued survival of your entire species, even just delay the inevitable for one precious moment longer, or you can give in. You can admit that there is no way to win against forces. You can never truly understand that the odds will never be in your favor, that humanity will end one day with or without you, and you can go die with the rest of them. So are you willing to fight to do whatever it takes to survive in a world that wants nothing more than to destroy you? Or are you ready to be destroyed, knowing full well that you had an opportunity, slim as it may be, to, to continue existing, to ensure the continued existence of your species? Fuck. Both I, just, I just need to know, do, do they look like people... Because I, mean, I don't know, I don't know if I can look a kid in the eyes and kill him. I don't think the kid looks much human, but the others, I don't know, Mary. It depends what you define as human, really. They might have once been, but not anymore. Look, yeah. I mean, like if they look like fish people, that's okay. I, I can probably stomach that, but. They, I don't know. Can you look? Can you look a kid in the eyes and kill a kid? He glances over to Agent Marvin, and Marvin remembers what happened last time with his solo thing. Uh, you don't worry about that. If it comes to it. Oh, okay. Like I'll do what I have to do, but doesn't mean I have to feel good about it, right? I'm not asking you to feel any certain way, Mary. So long as you do. What is necessary? Um, I can do that. Okay. So what's the plan? Well, I'm going to look at Marvin, because clearly he's got more experience with this than I do. Well, go in at night, everyone's asleep in the neighborhood. Bit easier to neutralize them if they're there. 
and or at least see what's there without them, like, you know, waking mm-hmm. up. If these things aren't people, do you still um, eliminate them the same way you would eliminate a person? I have to say, Mary, I don't have any personal experience with these creatures. Uh, I mean, this wasn't even... I didn't do the research on this job. This came down from higher-ups, but... But there's no research for us to have to help no. us out. We kind of have to just go in blind. Yep. Oh, well, I can do that. What kind of research facility do you have? We don't have a research facility, Mary. Look, if you if you ever feel like I'm leaving something now, if you feel like I know more than I'm letting on, and you know what, you're probably right. I probably did know it. And if I haven't told you, you know what, you should be thankful for that because knowledge, true knowledge in this world will destroy you. Humans think they understand the world they live in and you know what most of the time it makes them happy so most of the time it's kinder to let them believe that they really do live in a world that makes sense a world with hope and with agency but look none of that is real okay if you know too much it will destroy you okay your mind will just break and then that doesn't help anybody does it trust me Mary there is such thing as knowing enough and I feel like if we really need to do this, we should know enough to not put our own selves in danger. If you're looking for a job that is free of danger, Mary, this ain't it. Well, I didn't expect that. I just thought, I don't know, if you guys actually had faith in us, you'd give us enough help to like, make sure we get out again. Like, I'm a journalist. I go into jobs with enough knowledge of what it is that I'm seeking to come out without, I don't know, legal fare and that's a lot less of an issue in my mind than going in against some things that aren't human the thing about them mary is they're not all the same they don't all have the same things going on about them so i mean it's hard to tell and i mean that they're not common things that people necessarily encounter in this world so it's difficult okay there's we've i'm sure people have tried researching this but some of those researchers they go insane they can't handle it okay it's dangerous I, I, i get that but surely there's some sort of risk management that could go on i don't know i don't know this is making me feel queasy I don't, uh, you know, I don't do well with, you know, stuff like this. That's all right. Well, Mary, I'll be there with you. If it goes sour, I'll let you know to run. That's filling me with confidence. Yep. That's all I got. Yep. All right. Well, tell us plenty about running. Don't you yep. about it. Yep. I know plenty of too much. Sometimes right. it's the smartest move. All right. I'm going to pull out my phone, go onto Google Maps, and get the aerial view of this house. Uh, I'm also going to pull out my notebook, and I'm going to uh, sketch the perimeter, mark where I know the doors were from what we saw when we showed up. Okay. And I'm going to say, okay, let's make a game plan. Looking at the picture on Google Maps, it isn't like... A huge house is not also it's, it's sort of just like regular sized house but uh 
you remember there was at least one door uh, at the front. You don't know if there's a back door because you didn't go around that side. Mm-hmm. Is, was there a garage? Yes, it's mm-hmm. pretty spacious in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to go on to like a real estate website, see when the last time the house was sold. Um, and usually real estate websites would have uh, floor plans. So essentially a free blueprint of the house. And I'm going to see if that's available online. Okay, so roll computer science then. 21. Okay. You find it relatively easily, and you find an old listing for it probably like 10 years ago or something. Uh, And you can, there's no floor plan, but there is some pictures in there. It seems to be a three bedroom, two bathroom house. Just Mm -hmm. an everyday home. Mm-hmm. Sure. And is there pictures of the backyard so I can see, like, engage if there's a back door? Uh, there is a back door. It's not mm-hmm. a huge backyard. Okay. Sure. Well, that's helpful enough. So I, I assume, yeah, from that, I'll try and sketch up a rough approximation of the floor plan of the house then. Yep. And I assume on that I can see, yeah, yeah so I'll have a rough approximation of where the main bedroom is, which I assume is where the parents would sleep. And then I'll have where I'll have, we'll have to make an educated guess between what is the spare room and what's the one that the kid sleeps in. Yep. And yeah, we'll know where the doors are, the garage, stuff like that. Did we notice when we were there, if there were like security cameras or anything on the house? You didn't see any. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean there aren't any. And I'm assuming the listing didn't mention there's like home security or anything on it. No. I mean, it's okay. a pretty old listing. It's true. It's true. Uh, anything to add here, Marvin? Or am I going to just do all the research like I That's have your been? speciality. I'm the hands-on. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. We at least know and can assume where, you know, we can find them. This, this is, you know, if we go in late, because they're not people, so we don't know if they behave like people and actually sleep. So that's something else to consider. So say we go in, we find our way into the house. What then? What do we do? Well, we identify them, and if they're our target, we take them out. Do, do we know what they look like? Have we got physical descriptions of them or, you know, anything like that? If they look like a fish, we take them out. If they don't, we'll ask them their name. If their name's Gilman, we take them out. Hmm. Gilman, oh my god. (laughs) Just put that together. (laughs) Really? I was being lazy and I also thought it was funny. (laughs) What happened to spooks, not goofs? It, it, It wasn't a goof until you brought it up. <laughs> Fuck it. Jesus Christ. What are you guys doing? I guess game plan. We wait until it gets a bit later. So, you know, be nice if we could actually sit here and watch the rest of the movie to calm ourselves down a bit. And then we'll go in later, maybe midnight or late or after. Could work. Yeah. Yeah? We'll do that. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Agent Mary is getting like a bunch of texts from her roommate wondering where she is. Um, I'm gonna just um text. Sorry, I didn't tell you. Um, I had a new assignment come up today. I'm out of town trying to, you know, gather the gather the goss on, you know, this new client. I should be home in two days. I'll let you know. So. Uh, he texts back that. Why didn't you tell Eliza she was asking me where you were at work today? And I didn't know. I haven't seen you since yesterday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'll shoot through her text to her, too, just to let her know. Sorry you had to go through with that. It's my responsibility, not yours. He just texts back K and nothing else, but, like, the letter K. With a dot or without a dot? With a dot. Oh, no, it's a K dot. <laughs> I don't know what's the difference, but yeah. Right. Um, I'll text back. I'm really sorry. I'll bring home tacos to make up for it. He like sends the shrug emoji. Tacos always work. Damn it. Mm. Having some issues? No, it's fine. Mm. Uh, you know, it's easy enough to call myself as a work thing. I'm a little bit of a low key stalker in my day to day, so you know. You're yeah, right. Well, that Shipping. sounds like it might be a useful skill in this operation there, Mary. <laughs> I mean, it helps. So what were you guys doing? You were waiting until what time? And then you were doing what? 12, 12.30, then driving back over to the house. Okay, you get Can that. Can I just real quickly ask what movie was playing at the drive-in? It was like... An was it act- a double feature or a single feature? They... How it was like two. <laughs> Double feature, love it. Alright. Was the first one a kid's movie and the second one like an adult movie or? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being a pain now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, okay, so get back there and what do you do when you get there? It's dark. All the lights on the street. Oh, well, not the street lights. The street lights are on. The lights in the houses are mostly off. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Mostly. So is there a light that's on? All the way down the street, there's, like, one light that's on. Is the neighbor out on the porch, or? No, it's, like, you said midnight or something. Yeah. We sit in the car for maybe half an hour and just observe. See if we see any movement in the windows or anything. Yep, you do that, and you don't. And the light down the street goes off. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting there, I pulled out my pistol, put a silencer on it. Um, Mary is going to very nervously start twiddling her thumbs as she notices this happening. <laughs> I don't also, even manage it. I'll just keep doing it. <laughs> Mary, you uh, uh, roll of sanity from before when Marvin was explaining to you about how this is vital to the existence of the human race. 77. Yeah, that was a bit disturbing. Uh, yeah, it was a bit much. She um, had to swallow a little bit of puke because that really got to her. Mm. She's definitely still feeling queasy, shaking in her shit seat a little bit, you know, rocking back and forth, <laughs> just like so out of her depth. Is that conversation in the car or is it like awkward silence the whole time? <laughs> Probably awkward silence. I imagine... Yeah. Uh, Mary's taking notes on just the littlest things of the house just to, like, occupy herself. Like, you know, what the house is made out of, what kind of finish is on it. Like, if there's curtains, how they did their landscaping, 
noticing if there's security systems because she's kind of on edge about that, things like that. Okay. Marvin's kind of doing the same thing, but he's very just, just, just more alert on everything at the moment. More just, just thinking. What's he thinking about? If you know what I mean, just, just, just trying to work things out. Yeah. So you've waited there for half an hour. You haven't necessarily seen anything. What are you doing? Ah, uh, showtime, I guess. Going in. Yep. Okay. Um, oh, I would have sketched up like a second estimated floor plan. It's just the same. Give it to Marvin, just in case when we go into this one-story house. If we get separated, he still knows where he's going. Okay. So real quick, is the um, is the master bedroom closer to the front door or the back door? I don't know. What did Mary guess? Mary, what was the... Uh, do you remember where the <laughs> bedrooms were kind of located? Yeah, the bedrooms are towards the back of the house. The um, lounge room's up the front, just, you know. Okay, cool. Really, you know, want a bedroom at the front so people can see into it. Uh, got the front door, because I know the bedrooms are at the back, so there's less, like, chance I'll hear us um, and kind of pick lock the door. Okay, roll craft locksmithing. Ooh, we got 28. Okay, the door unlocks. That was convenient. Uh, hell yeah. Can I just really quickly notice if there was any, um, like, alarm system on the door? Uh, you don't see one. Okay. I guess we'll quietly walk in. Uh, um, I'm kind of looking over at the, um, just, just, like, benches and frames to see if there's any photos. Do I see any photos? There are some photos. You see a man, he's, like, got white blonde hair he's got really long limbs his ears are like so connected to his face that like they might as well not exist and his eyes are very dark and he's got some like slits on the side of his neck and he's always pretty much with this woman who has a dark bob cut and her eyes are far too round she doesn't seem to have eyelashes and the webs on her teeth are a little too big for comfort on her like hands and feet i don't know what i said okay okay um i'd like to check the counter and everything to see if there's any mail addressed to this house just to check the surname there's some like junk mail for like insurance or something and it does say addressed to mr george gilman okay also, I'd like to just point out, bills are not junk. <laughs> Sorry, insurance is not junk. Well, it's like one of those, it, it's a junk one that's just like, uh, Advertising. like a newsletter. Like a, oh, okay. I was about to say, since insurance is serious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, newsletters, when you get them from health companies, though, are annoying, so. Yeah, okay, anyway. Well, I'm going to just... Shrug. So I'll, I guess I'll lean and over. While you're in like in a sort of kitchen lounge area, you, there's like a massive fish tank in here, and there's like a lot of different various fish in it. All Is right, drop like, all the hints. I can't but, look over at the fish tank. Would there be like a bigger fish in there by any chance? Yeah, I was about to say. It's like 
Uh, roll search as you're looking at this fish tank. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're looking at it, then... I'm looking at it. I'm looking yeah. for, like, you know, a fish that might slightly resemble the size of a six-year-old boy. Harvey, you got something. I got 79. I got 10. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> search 40. Okay. So, you notice as you're looking at this fish tank, it looks... It's sort of, like, towards the back, and um, it looks like it's just a wall, but then you notice on one side of the fish tank there are silver hinges. Mm. Silver hinges. So it kind of opens up into a bigger fish tank, you reckon? Or, I don't know why you're opening it. Uh, nah, nah, mm-hmm. just silver hinges. But, like, there wasn't a, you know, overly large fish in there or anything. It's like regular fish. It's a big fish tank, so there are big fish, but not like people-sized fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, will, I guess we'll keep sneaking ahead. I got right. to Mary. Do you know where the... So there's the master bedroom. Is there like the kid's bedroom, you reckon? I mean, are you just ignoring the hinges on the fish tank for now? Are they like... It's like connecting it to the wall. I feel like in the so, other side of the wall, there might be like... I don't know. <laughs> what wall is the fish tank against? Like, the front wall, like, is it it's an interior like wall or an exterior wall? It's an exterior wall. Hmm. So, like, it opens to the outside? Maybe. You'd have what? to open it. Oh, I was going to say, when we were coming in, did that wall look thicker than your average wall? If you... Look back at the front door. On the outside, the front door was, like, in the middle of the house. It seems to be slightly skewed closer to the wall of the fish tank, if that makes sense. So this wall is closer than you would have thought it would have been from the outside. So it's a good chance that there's, like, fish in the walls, pretty much. It's a good chance there's something in the wall, yes. Oh, cool. Um, fuck, alright. Oh, I don't know if I asked this. Was there a basement in the house? There wasn't one listed. Okay. Great. That probably leads to a basement where the fish people are probably right now. We gotta find them first. Do do we want to... Are you guys just talking out loud in this house? Oh, that was was me thinking to myself. Yeah, more. there's more thinking at the moment, but... Yeah. Um, (laughs) I Yeah. I might gesture to... Maybe just look at the rest of the house, check all the rooms before we yeah. come back to this. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. While, while we're quiet and no one knows where any. What uh, are you looking at specifically? Just want to check every room to see if there's any people. Okay, roll stealth. I was going to say, before she does that, is the kitchen nearby? It is nearby. Can I look in the fridge? There's nothing in there. Like, literally nothing? Yeah, like, literally nothing. Okay, cool. This it's is... not even plugged into the wall. Alright, yeah, then I'll go with, um, Mary, and we'll, um, yeah. Alright, let's roll. 39. 63. Okay, so, one of you succeeded at that check. These dice were doing so well! So I'll just roll an intelligence check for them to make it easier. Things let the fish people be dumb. You hear movement from within one of the bedrooms. Oh. 
quick glance, is it the master bedroom or the um the the like the the kids bedroom, I guess. There is a master bedroom, there is an office and there's an empty room. Uh, okay. Well, I might have to just hide for a second. Yeah, would love to hide. Do you want to hide or do you want to leave? I'm going to hide. Where are you I'm hiding? Gonna hide. I'm going to hide in the office. In the fridge. <laughs> okay. Fridge is empty and unplugged. I'm getting into it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Wait, where was Agent Marvin hiding? In the office. <laughs> okay, where? Uh, what's the layout of the office? There'll be, I guess there'll be a desk. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll uh, jump over the desk and hide underneath it. Okay, you hear lights click on out in the living room sort of area, and there's footsteps that walk around for a bit and look out like you hear like curtains moving, looking out, and then you hear the door lock, and then you hear walking back to the main okay. bed. Right. We didn't lock the door behind us, are you kidding me? How dumb are we? It's fine. It's fine. We're good. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'll, uh... By the way, what car were you using, Agent Marvin? My when car. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, well, do I have to, like, say what car I'm driving? Yeah, like, is it your car registered under your name? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, no, it's not, because it's kind of, yeah. Yeah. Roll luck to see if it's your car or not. Uh, oh, I got a five. Okay, you weren't stupid enough to bring your own car. I do. So nice. one of my other random cars. <laughs> it's your car, air quotes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. I'm going to just stay in the fridge and hope Marvin takes care of this. Yeah, I'm going to get up and sneak towards the kid bedroom. It's the em- it's an empty room. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, sorry, Crap. I I can't tell you that. It's <laughs> well, right, well, I'm pretty. I was just assuming that like the door was open and you guys sort of could have glanced in there. Yeah, I'm way past. So it's empty and no one in there when we saw. Yep. Uh, yeah, guest type bedroom. I'm gonna sneak back up to the um the master bedroom and just kind of wait a bit so I know there's no sounds and then kind of like. Peek in and have a look. Don't peek, just shoot. I'm gonna peek first and then have a look. Decide what to do. Um, I'm just like shaking in the fridge, rocking back and forth, just like, what the fuck am I doing here? You peek in and actually roll alertness. I got a 29. Uh, what's your alertness? Can you just say what your scores are when you're rolling? It'll be easier. Hey, 50%. Um, okay. So you see. There is a woman with dark hair. You recognize her from the photos. She is asleep in bed, and you hear breathing above you. Oh! Hmm. Hmm. Can I tell if the breathing's kind of directed at me? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Is the the breathing directed at you? (laughs) So, uh, above me, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, it's above you. Christ. Okay, I'm gonna pull out my gun. You just have it out the whole time. <laughs> oh, it, it was out, but like aim it at the breathing. <laughs> when you are pointing your gun 
above you, you see that there is a man. You, It's dark. You sort of recognize his shape from the photos, and he is hanging upside down, sort of stuck from the ceiling, looking at you. What is... Uh, let me just see what your dex is. Oh, yep. It's 12, so I guess roll dexterity. And <sighs> I'll... Uh, I got a 43. Okay. That was a opposed roll. You did not win that roll, so you do not go first. Oh! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> because the way combat order is determined is your decks, but you both had the same decks, so... Oh, okay, so who was good? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Let me oh. just be something here real quick. You're gonna get ripped to shreds. I'll be fine. Okay, um, Maybe. I'm just gonna have to look in the other book here, because I did not expect us to get into combat today, but apparently... <laughs> 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 you gotta, it yeah. is me, so you gotta expect that to happen. <laughs> yeah, okay, I just have to double check what... This is me, Kane, not Mary, but I feel like I'm gonna vomit, oh my god. Let's see <laughs> if this... A uh, person question mark can hit you. Fish person, damn it! Next to you, this thing sort of falls to the ground and sort of reaches a hand out to slash at you, but you dodge out of the way quickly. Do you dodge into or out of the room? Uh, out of the room. Okay. And then what? The door is covering whoever was just there because you only peeked him. Yeah. I, um... So I dash out the room, I hold up my gun, get ready to shoot again, like waiting for him to rush out. He doesn't. Alright. Well, I guess I'll, uh... Well, obviously they know I'm here, I'm gonna kick the door. <laughs>